0: standard delivered every single week standard delivered why I take a peek
1: you're listening to the redditch standard podcast because you have impeccable taste hi my name's ross crawford and welcome to the redditch standard podcast this week and I tell you, I'm not worthy to be in the same room as this woman. We have the amazing Sonia Tudor, who ran 50 miles around Arrow Valley Lake on her 50th birthday. Welcome to the studio, Sonia.
0: Thank you very much, Ross. Thanks for having
1: me. It's great to see you, and in such great shape as well. I thought you'd be exhausted after that 50-mile run. But I gather you you know—you went running the next day as well.
0: It wasn't pretty, and it was quite painful. The first two miles, there was lots of, oh, ah, uh, mm, mm. But, yeah, you've got to run it off. It's the only way. You'll you'll get stiff and you'll get cramp. If you've got to go back out again. So, yep, went back out again Tuesday afternoon, back to the lake. Lots of people passing us, looking at us. I was with my best friend, Nikki, and lots of people looking at us as if to say, really? <laughs> You're here
1: again? All right, it's fantastic. And, of course, also joining us, we have journalism student Eve and we've got over there uh, Sonia's son Alistair and doing our sound once again is Claire so welcome all to the studio now Sonia why on earth did you want to run 50 miles on your 50th birthday? Uh,
0: lots of reasons why um, not quite sure I'd ever want to have that same idea again but we've done it now um, I was anxious about my 50th really anxious in the fact that I knew that if I threw a party, um, there'd be a lot of absent faces. Um, my sister would have had to come in from Canada. Mum and Dad wouldn't have been there, because obviously, sadly, they've passed. My son's on the spectrum, so if it had been loud music, he'd have had to spend the night in ear defenders which wouldn't have worked. So I decided... Obviously, I've been, as you know, with Macmillan for 17 years. I decided that I could incorporate the two. So my love for running with Macmillan and see if we could raise some money.
1: But I gather you're you're kind of a late comer to, to running itself, aren't you?
0: Yeah, the last um, the story goes, I um, after my father passed away, I moved into their bungalow in Webheath. And um, I was sorting out some cupboards and I found a little black diary. And in the little black diary Daddy had written a list of um things he wanted to do. It was his bucket list. He'd only got to number 37 and he said that nothing was in any particular order. It was just as they came to mind. And he said that he wanted to run the London Marathon. And then, of course, I've read it now, haven't I? So as Aldi's daughter, I put my pumps on and, uh, and started to train. And then I didn't get a ballot place. It's really, really difficult to get a ballot place. So obviously I went to Macmillan. And I kind of thought I'd get a Macmillan place because of all of the work that I've done for the charity, but you you don't never... There's no guarantee, there's no certainty that I would. And my sister said, how do you think you're going to get on? I said, well, the weekend they usually run the London Marathon, is, it's going to be Easter this year, so they're going to either have to bring it forward a week or take it back a week. And she said, what do you think? I said, if they bring it forward a week... I said, I'll get a place. And she said, why? I said, because it's the 13th of April, which is my father's birthday. So I'd have been running the London Marathon for my daddy on his birthday. And guess what? The 13th of April was the day that I ran the... I'd I'd say I ran it. I probably cried my way around. My sister had flown in from Canada and it was a really emotional day.
1: Yeah, I I, I gather you... You you said you had a a balloon with your your mum and dad?
0: Yeah, um, a happy birthday, mum and dad, uh, happy birthday, dad, on it with a picture of mum and dad and a helium one. And the idea was, I'm going to run with this 26 miles all the way through. But right at the very beginning in the London Marathon, that you're held in pens and you're there for quite a while before you actually get to go. Oh, and this balloon was driving me crackers, the rope was the string was going <laughs> round it was tapping me on the edge. It was just. So then I thought, do you know what, I'll go over the start line and then I'll let the balloon go and then that'll be that. will be that. So it went early. It didn't go
1: 26 miles. didn't do it miles, 26 no. miles, no. And, and why McMillan? There's so many charities out there. Why did you choose Macmillan?
0: Um, in 2002, my mum got diagnosed with um, bowel cancer. I'm not going to go into all of the exact reasons why because um, we ended up in the High Court in London with the Alexander Hospital, because it was a medical mess-up. My mum should still be here. They made a huge mistake with mum. Um. So um, from the moment she got diagnosed to the moment she died was eight weeks. So in amongst that eight weeks, if you imagine my mum, our beautiful inside and out, my best friend... Talked to her about anything and everything, the absolute rock. She had a really high-powered job with West Midlands Police. The chief of police came to her funeral. He wrote us a beautiful handwritten letter. Um, he, um, she, at 55, with her pension, she was going to retire. She'd got all of this. And then in amongst all of the mayhem, walked in a lady called Jenny Garside, who I have recently... I, I put a thing on Facebook, does anybody know, is she ab- about? And she's still, she's still working for the Trust mm. and she's in Worcester and we're going to hook up for a coffee when the children go back to school. So I'm really looking forward to seeing Jenny because I haven't seen her since Dad passed away. Um, and she walked in and she was like the calm in the storm in amongst all of the mayhem. She, just, she wasn't just there for Mum, she was there for us as well. And it, she, we just... Fast forward then to my dad... We're in the Alex, and she was in the hallway. She was talking to a couple of nurses. Um, I think she was training them. She hasn't seen us for eight years. And she turned around, Sonia, Joanne, to me and my sister. Big hug. And she said, what, are you here? And we said, you know, Dad's upstairs, um, lung cancer. Um, they've given him 12 months. And so she came up, and my dad was really pleased to see it, give her a big hug. And then the next morning when I went in, the curtain was shut and I could hear him chatting away to somebody. And she was sat on the end of his sat on the end of his bed having a having a cup of tea with him and an atta. She wasn't his nurse, but she, again, incredible. So we went into the local office. We haven't got those offices anymore. We used to have offices in Aswood Bank. It's now the farm, I think. Don't <laughs> quote me on that. That might be wrong. <laughs> Um, and we had offices there and we walked into the offices and we said to them, look, this is the idea we've got. We want to go into all of the businesses locally and we want to ask them if they'll have a collection pot. And then every month we'll go back, we'll get the pot, we'll leave them a, a new one, we'll take it home, we'll count it up and we'll bring it back to you. And that's what we did. And we ended up with 180 to 200 tins pot, yeah. out in the
1: yeah.
0: out in the yeah. community.
1: And now you're a Macmillan ambassador for for Worcestershire, aren't you? Yeah.
0: You've
1: climbed a tree.
0: Yeah, in 2012. They, uh, yeah, really honoured, really honoured. It's lovely. I get to meet some lovely people. They send me out to meet fabulous people that have raised. Recently, I went out to uh, the Biffa team that had raised a load of money for us um, and met them and had some photographs and collected a cheque, which I paid in. And then there was a... uh, I met a guy called uh, Nick Richardson, who's just done a gig at a pub in town and had raised, you know, over £600 for us. So I met him and collected his money. And then... um, Next month we're at the Tidy Big Pub for the Big mm. Fest. They yeah, raised yeah. Um, eight for eight thousand pounds for us last year, and all of the artists all come in and give up their time and perform. And, and obviously the ticket sales and the raffle sales are what make the money. I do a little speech for them too. But Fantastic! It's um, I'm honoured. I, like I say, there's um, there's the world. The world's in all the evil that's going on in the world. The community spirit. It's it's heartwarming, isn't it? Yeah. When you need
1: people and you want people, it's that warm, fuzzy feeling, isn't it?
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and absolutely. And, and tell me about the the fifty miles. Um, what sort of training did you do for that fifty miles? I
0: kind. Of, I read all the um, I read all of the ultra books and all the ultra marathon things. I saw a lot of things online, and, and most of them were getting to about they get to about thirty five miles, and then at thirty five miles. That's kind of where they they get themselves to, and what they do is they do a lot of back to backs. So they go out and run twenty miles one day, and then the very next day go back out and run another twenty miles. So, much, I actually fo- I'm not very good at following, but I actually followed a training manual and did everything as it as it said, and it uh, and it worked out well. I never ever. It's going to sound like I'm being big-headed and I'm being arrogant, and and those people that know me will know that. There's not a bad bone in my body. Um, I knew I was going to complete it. There was never ever if everybody was going to have to be there with their torches on their phones. I was not leaving the lake until I had done the 50 mile. Was it was a, yeah. not not in question.
1: There, there's no question of ever completing, of not completing it. And over to Eve <laughs> because I'll, as I think I warned you last week, <laughs> Eve asked some terrible, some killer questions. <laughs> I don't know you has got a question for
0: She'll me. be gentle with me,
1: won't yeah. she? <laughs>
2: um, so, like you were saying, you know, everyone was there. So was that what kept you going, really, the fact that, you know, you, everyone was there for you? you I'm going to
0: be completely honest with you. I had two concerns for the day. Number one was the weather. Up until Monday, we'd had day after day after day of rain, and I was thinking, if it's raining, nobody's going to turn up. And the second thing is, is I can ask you to come and run with me. Whether you'll actually turn up on the day and run with me, I've got no control over that. And I kept saying to Nikki, what happens if nobody comes? What happens if nobody comes? And out of the whole 39 laps, the least amount of people I ran with, you've probably seen Marcus's photos, Mm -hmm. the least amount of people I ran with, I did one lap, With only five. Only five. I felt like... You know when you see Madonna go out in Central Park and she's got, like, an army round her? I felt like her all day. It was brilliant. Mm -hmm. I did actually ask two of the lads if they'd take a bullet for me. They didn't seem to be interested in taking a bullet, sadly.
1: Well, I mean, it's just... You know, I'm just knocked out by by what you've done. And and I was one of those who thought, as, as I told you, I thought, 50 miles... I couldn't see you doing it. I really couldn't. So, hats off to you.
0: Oh, bless you. Yeah. That I never doubted, never doubted. It was going to happen. Walk, if I'd have, if I'd have had to walk it, I'd have had to crawl it. I'd have, It was happening. I'd, I'd told people I was going to do it. I was raising money to do 50 miles. I wasn't raising money to do 40 miles. I was raising money to do 50 miles. And I knew that no matter, I'd kind of, I knew I'd be all right, because I'd done 35, I kind of knew that the body would be in my head, I'll be all right at least till 40, and then after 40 I might have to dig in. But the amount, when that photograph that Marcus took at the end, all of those people did the last lap with me. I knew there was lots of people behind me, but until you actually see the photograph, Online, it's online, isn't it? On your page, until you actually see that photograph, you go, "Oh my goodness!" There was, it was like, there's an army of us. Yeah,
1: fantastic! And, and is your just giving page? Is, is that still open? Is it? That's
0: still up and going. We've just gone over the three thousand, which is incredible. And thank you to everybody that's uh, put some pennies our way. It is appreciated.
1: And that's a just giving, and then it's Sonia Dash Tudor fifty. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So still plenty of time to. Put your pennies into Sonia's fund. And not and only it stays th- local. And Oh, yes, you, you said this. Go on, uh, yeah, tell us about that.
0: So what I love about it is, because it's gone into our pot. that um, I might have just helped the lady that lives in the next close, or you bought that cake on the day, or you, you've just sponsored me £10, and that £10 helps the chap in the close behind you, or the lady down the road it's it's we're we're literally helping our neighbours which for me is just I know I'm a big believer that charity begins at home and that there's lots of things where you put you pay your money you see money and it it disappears as it's here we're going to help we're going to help you know our community which for me is incredible
1: and, and it's the same with the coffee mornings? Because they're coming up as well.
0: Yeah, we, that's um, Macmillan's biggest fundraiser. It's just a good excuse, isn't it, to eat cake, I <laughs> Eat cake and put some pennies in the pot. Yeah, it's, um, it, it's incredible, that is. It's, it's one of, like I say, it's our biggest fundraiser. And um, if anybody out there is, uh, is listening, get the kettle on. Don't ask me to bake a cake. I can't bake you a cake. I'll bring a cake, but I can't bake you one.
1: Yeah, and, and I can certainly eat a cake or two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, um, well, th- there's a story with the cake. Everybody was that was donating the cake, and Nikki, um, she's uh, my best friend. Um, I, I knew I needed a team around me because I can't do that. I can't lap the lake and sort out everything that's going on over here. So I picked wisely. I knew exactly who I was choosing for the right reasons, and Nikki had a job other than run with me, God bless her, she's never run more than 15 miles in her life and she ended up doing 32 on the day. She she had a tin and in this tin she was supposed to put certain cakes that were coming. One of our girls had done a gin cake and we wanted a bit of gin in there and there was a lemon drizzle and coffee and put everything in this tin. So everything went in this tin so that On Tuesday, I knew I was going to have lost a lot of weight. I could literally sit and eat cake all day. That was the plan. So my tin of cake... Never ended up in my car, it ended up in Lisa's car, who was my event manager on the day, and she took it home. She took great pleasure in sending me a message to tell me that they were scrumptious. <laughs> I, may have, I may have said to her, please try not to choke on them. So I didn't even get... All those people that made all the cakes, I didn't even get the cake.
1: And you made over £600 on the day from the cake, yeah, didn't you?
0: 645 brilliant. And what we did as well is, there was a lot left... So what happened is, is I didn't know how they would be. But Macmillan had given me a handful of donation letters. And if I've got, I'm a big believer that if you don't ask, you don't get. So I went into Morrison's, Aster and Sainsbury's were incredible. I went in and said, this is what I'm doing. Can you help me out? And the stuff that they donated was incredible. Water, Lucas cakes, fruit. We had it all. But at the end of the day, there was still quite a bit left. And I thought to myself, do you know what? Charity's charity. Let's help somebody else. So I'll put on Facebook, give me a list of all our local, what have we got? Homeless wise, food bank wise, mm. give us a list. And there was one that kind of touched my heart because it was we've got a night stop for the youth homeless.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So
0: I phoned them up, do you need some cake? Do you want some water? And as it turned out, on the Tuesday, I wasn't impressed by their I wasn't impressed by the entrance to their office. After running 50 miles Tuesday to climb a fire escape, my legs weren't (laughs) impressed, but we got the boxes up there. And um, they all went... I think it was on the Wednesday they were taking all their youth. They take them once a year to the seaside. So all of the cake and everything that was left over, the kids were sat eating on Western Supermare Beach on the Wednesday. So we did a good thing, didn't we? We helped... Whatever was left out to another charity house. Yeah,
1: well-travelled cake as well. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know that you've brought into the office today some leaflets, haven't you, about, about the, the warning signs to look for?
0: Yeah, there's some... obviously. Yeah. At the, at the moment, prevention is, is the one thing. Catching it early, you give yourself a chance. So I can leave some downstairs in reception for you or if anybody wants, to, wants one, get in touch with us. If you run out of them, please, please, I've got boxes of them, I can bring them. They're called signs and symptoms. You open the mouth, and on one side is for the girls, and on one side is for the boys, and it's just things to look out for.
1: Okay, that's great. And uh, Sonia, you've been a fantastic guest. And I, I, Eve, have you got any more killer questions? Um,
2: I, I was just wondering, are you going to do anything else like this again? Have you planned anything? Got any ideas? No. <laughs> <laughs> all of my friends keep saying all of my
0: friends keep saying to me oh 60 on your 60th because of my because of my family history i think i'll because nobody's got to their 60th i think if i get to 60 i'm hoping i do I think i'll have to have a party for that cuz yeah. we'll have to paint everything red won't we cuz it'll be incredible that somebody finally in the family tree has got to 60
1: yeah lots of cake i hope
0: well, as long as it doesn't end up in the back of Lisa's car,
1: yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you, you're going to stick around because we're going to talk a, a little bit about some of the news items that's coming up in this week's paper. Um, but first of all, we're going straight to Claire, who's going to tell us all about the entertainments that's happening this week. Over to you, Claire. For all the things to do and see this week, it's Claire Bolivant with this week's What's On guide.
2: Thanks, Ross. I'm Claire and I'm here to tell you about some of my favourite things to see and do this weekend in the Redditch and Ulster areas. Starting on Friday, the 23rd of August, Worcestershire Art Studios event is happening. This is a free art event. Well, 83 free art events, in fact, and it's running all weekend until Monday, the 26th. Basically, it's 180 artists of all different mediums. You've got painters, sculptors, you name it, everything. And they are all opening their doors to you at 83 different locations around Worcestershire. This is a chance to delve into unseen creative spaces, talk to directly to artists about their inspiration, learn techniques and materials, as well as a chance to purchase exclusive works. Some artists are offering refreshments, demonstrations of their work, and even the opportunity to have a go at making some art yourself. And if you visit five or more studios, you can be in with a chance to win £100 to spend on some artwork yourself pretty cool right entry to all the venues is free so why not go and have a creative weekend bank holiday weekend is the perfect way i think to spend a weekend whether you're an art lover or you just fancy a great family trip out um it's a brilliant idea and you can find out all the details and which artists you'd like to visit on the website which is worcestershireopenstudios.org.uk Also on Friday and going on all weekend is Camper Calling at Ragley Hall. They tell me there is going to be great music, family fun, activities including craft workshops, lake activities and some seriously tasty food and drink. I love it. CamperCalling.com for all the info on that. Moving on to Saturday, the 24th of August, I highly recommend Barton Fest happening at the Cottage of Content in Ulster. This is six fantastic artists and bands to ensure a fantastic day of live music in this lovely favourite pub. 15 Welford Road is the address, B54NP is the postcode. Get yourself there for a fun day, 4pm start and it's going all the way until 11pm. However, I'm torn because it's also the Feckern Beer Fest happening at the Rose and Crown in the gorgeous village of Feckenham on Saturday. I live pretty close to here and it's one of my favourite pubs. B966HS is the postcode for your sat nav. They they say they're going to have 14 beers on hand pools, live music food served all day, great fun, great atmosphere at the Fecken Beer Fest. Hope to see you there on Saturday. Staggering distance home for me. Woohoo. Or if you're in the mood for some serious live music on Saturday, the Fuzzy Logic band, they're going to be performing at the East House in Redditch. These guys are brilliant and it's classic rock at its best. The ousthouseredditch.co.uk for all the info on that. Moving on to Sunday, the 25th of August, it's, of course, Studley Car Boot Sale. Gates open at 6 a.m. And if I say so myself, this is surely the best car boot sale in the land. I happen to love a bargain and I just think there is no much, so much good stuff at this one. You can go to car boot sales all over the place and it's all just tat, isn't it? But there really is some quality stuff at the Studley Car Boot Sale and you really can pick up a bargain. As I said, gates open at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. All the details are on studleycarbootsale.co.uk. Then, if you fancy a bit of fitness on Sunday, there is a running event happening at the beautiful Hambury Hall and Gardens on Sunday. This is a 10K, and normally I'd be like 10K, what? That's a long distance. But I'm inspired now after listening to our amazing guest on the podcast this week. I may just have to give it a go. 10K is nothing to her, and hopefully you'll think so too. The postcode for your satnav is WR97EA, and this is a National Trust event. Gates open at 8:30 to register. Do get there in time. The run actually starts at 9am, but you do need to register first. You can give them a call if you need more details on 01527 821 214. Then after you've done your exercise, it's back to my neck of the woods with the Feckfest at Feckenham Cricket Club. Feckfest is always brilliant year after year. They have live music alongside various food and drink outlets, arts, crafts, children's entertainment, And it all kicks off at 12 noon. And last year it went on very late. So I think it probably will again this year. Don't judge. We don't have to get up for work on Monday, do we? So being a bank holiday, enjoy. And do try and check out the Feckfest at Feckenham Cricket Club. A couple of other Sunday night options for you though are watching the Woo Town Hillbillies on Sunday evening at the Black Tap in Redditch. They're always good fun. And there's also a gin and girly night going on at the South Redditch Sports and Social Club with singer Alexandra Krellin performing there. Hello gin and girl time, sounds amazing. And it all starts at 8pm there. And obviously it wouldn't be a Sunday night without Alan's charity quiz night at the Bell Inn in Aswood Bank, 9pm start there. Have a lovely holiday weekend, everyone! And remember, if you have an event going on, do let us know so we can let everyone know. And back to you in the studio, Ross.
1: That's great, Claire. Loads and loads of things going on this weekend here in Redditch, and we're back with Sonia and with Eve Watson, and uh, we're going to talk about a few of the news things that are coming up, news items that are coming up in uh, in the Redditch Standard this week. And the first one is to do with the Palace Theatre, which is. It's, it's got its busiest ever season, autumn season, coming up, and uh, they're shouting out for more volunteers. Now, Sonia, you've got a thing about volunteers, haven't you?
0: Yeah, um, we've, been, we've been talking about this quite a lot just recently at the forum. Um, volunteers, sadly, um, and I noticed this just recently at a, at a Redditch committee, volunteers um, were getting older and we are not. We don't seem to be attracting the youth through. And MacMinnon have started to look at some ideas about how we can get our youngsters to get involved because, obviously, I'm not going to be here for... A, do you know what I mean? We're not going to have the people... And, sadly, we seem to be in a, a situation where people don't want to do anything for nothing. But volunteering is all about making a difference... And I was thinking, you know, we were looking at things like, for example, what a thing to have on your CV if you rock up to your employer, you hand it over, you go, oh, you volunteer at the Palace Theatre three nights a week, or you do... It just shows a more, I don't know, a a good side to the person that you're... And and also the difference that it makes. I, you know, never ever do I put my green top on and think to myself, no. On the days that I can't or I don't feel like running, I put my Macmillan shirt on on purpose because then it reminds me that somebody somewhere has taken their last breath and would love to have the opportunity to run today. So as far as volunteers are concerned, there's got to be a way of encouraging them in. I don't know whether it'd be worth speaking to the Palace Theatre on whether they would be open for like charity night volunteers. So let's say for one week, Macmillan help out, but you know, let us have a bucket there, and we could make some money, and then maybe another another week, another charity could go in, and another week, uh, and that way they would yeah. get they would get help, and at the same time, we would get you know what we yes, help that, each I think other that's a out. Great idea. I don't know, we'd, yeah. it's something maybe. But we're trying to encourage the youth to volunteer is something that most charities, as we speak, are looking at.
1: Yeah. That's one for the palace to think of, and that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah, we definitely. we can ask a young person here, Eve.
2: Yeah, I mean, like you were saying, it's just so it's so good to have on your CV, isn't it? It just makes you stand out from the rest of the people applying for a job, apart from anything, and it's helping out with other people. So it just seems like a really good idea. Yeah.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And and moving on, um, Operation Yellowhammer. Operation Yellowhammer was, is the is the uh, government's code name for. Um, uh, a no deal Brexit. And uh, uh, basically, it said there's going to be three months of chaos at the ports, there's going to be medical shortages, there's going to be food shortages, there's going to be fuel shortages. Um, and uh, uh, I spoke to this week to our MP, Rachel MacLean, and she said the government, this country is better prepared than ever to leave the EU without a deal. And I know. You've got a you've got a view on, on Brexit, haven't you? Haven't you, that?: Well,
0: I kind of think we're Great Britain. We did two wars. We've lived on rations. We've done all of these things, and we still come out the other side. I don't think that there should be any deal. To be honest, we yeah. bring it got, on. Yeah, let's. We'll do what we've got to do. And as neighbours and communities, if it means we all have to club together and we have to do a bit of rough before we get to the smooth, well, we've, that's what we've always done.
1: Well, to be honest, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you're you're speaking, you know, from a historical point of view, we've done fantastically well on our own. Britain has stood alone numerous times, hasn't it?
0: Absolutely. We, um, and like I've found out only last week, when needs must, when we all have, when we need to club together and help each other out, we all turn up for each other. Isn't nobody going to see nobody go without? Or, I don't, honestly, truthfully, do you want to, do you think the rest of the world is not one of, going to want to do business with us
1: well, we'll cut back across to eve here because she's a she's a young lady who is <laughs> uh, is pro european union
2: i am yeah um i it, it, am i right in saying yellow hammer the whole document hasn't been released has it it's
1: just it's just been leaks yes uh, and there's disputes over over the document itself you know mm. on the one hand um we've got cabinet ministers saying it's an old document. And then on the other hand, we've got former ministers saying, "Well, actually, it was you know it was released on the first of August, yeah. so it's a fairly new uh, document." Um, but it's it all adds to this Brexit chaos and confusion over the thirty first of October, and and to be honest, I don't think it helps anyone because it just makes the whole
0: it, thing's a yeah. mess. The whole thing yeah.
1: is a mess. You can't say that though, in case the in <laughs> case the council ban you from saying it. <laughs> um, and, and finally. There's a fantastic show coming up at the, uh, at the Palace Theatre on September the 8th. It's called Encore. I know we're back at the Palace. And it's raising money for another charity, that's Charlotte and Craig's Saving Hearts Foundation. And obviously I had a thought as a fellow charity worker you would support another charity, Sonia.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I'm a big believer that charity begins at home and that um, we should look after our own and um, I just because I'm you know cut me open and I'm Macmillan I'm a big believer that you don't choose a charity a charity chooses you let's say for example that my parents had had a heart attack and had had you know we might be I might support the heart foundation I think you just kind of go to a charity that strings home and I wish them all the success I hope they raise lots and lots of money
1: that's fantastic. Now, um, before we go, I know you want to put a special shout out for Redditch Stars Runners.
0: Yeah, um, six to eight weeks ago, a couple of friends of mine, Zoe and Cassie, they're runners at Stars, and they said to me, you should join a club, because I, I, before that I was doing a lot of running by myself, and um, I've, I've had the amount of love and support that they've shown me, the amount of runners that came down on the day that uh, ran with me was incredible. And also what they do is they do a couch to 5K, so I was able to go as a runner and support other, run at the Abbey Stadium and, and run with other runners that have running their first ever 5 k without stopping. And it was absolutely, it was very emotional. It was absolutely incredible. So I would recommend anybody to put your pumps on. Is it going to hurt? Probably yes. But doesn't everything when you first start? We're not all Paula Radcliffe. There are days where I feel like I'm her and then there's days I'm a wonky donkey. It just, that's the way sport is, isn't it? But... Anybody, um, like I say, Redditch stars have been, uh, have been incredible. Great running club and um, they do some good stuff.
1: And they meet at the Abbey Stadium, what, what time and when?
0: Um, I'm not 100% certain when the next Couch to 5K is, but if you check the webpage it was, but they're about to start again. We've just done the graduation, so everybody's just passed, but they'll start, they'll start them again and they do them Sunday mornings.
1: That's fantastic. Sonia, you've been a great guest uh, once again, you know, I, you know, we're just not worthy to be in the same room as you. Um, so thanks for coming in. Thanks, to for Alistair as well for joining us, for Eve and for Claire for doing our sounds. My name is Ross Crawford. I'm the editor of the Redditch Standard. You can call me on 01527 588 697. You can email me at editor at redditchstandard.co.uk or at ross.crawford at bullivantmedia.com. Or you can uh, even check our website where all the latest news is on, and it's at www.redditstandard.co.uk. Don't forget to put your pennies into Sonia's Just Giving account. That's at justgiving, and then it's Sonia Tudor50. See you next week. Thanks. Bye.